Hi there. Hey, we are the 90 Day Divas and I'm Carol. I'm Lucy. And I'm Jen. And our mission is to impact the lives and businesses of people who want to break free of overwhelm, get their business back on track and receive more money in their bank account in 90 days without DIYing it, getting frustrated, losing momentum or wasting time and money. Connect, collaborate and conquer with us and we take you through relevant business topics and showcase interesting entrepreneurs from around the world. On the Diva Deep Dive, we're going deep on business topics that we know you'll find valuable. Plus, we're going to ask those questions that are on your mind from entrepreneurs who have been there and done that. Let's start the show. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of the Diva Deep Dive. We are your 90-Day Divas, and today we're going to be talking amongst ourselves about a topic that we think can be quite useful to those of you that are listening, and it's all around taking accountability, being accountable, taking ownership for the results that we're getting in our life, right? Yeah, totally. And having that culture within your business. So, you know, it all starts with you, right? So it's a good saying, a fish stinks at its head. Have you ever heard that saying? I have not. <laughs> It's a good fisherman saying, but you know, essentially when a fish goes bad, it starts at its head and works its way down. And that's really kind of when you can say if a leader isn't doing what they need to, it started at the top and it got worse as you got down. So yeah. We also want to sort of dive into different stories of accountability and what, yeah, what does it mean? Because everyone's talking about accountability in business and life. So what are some real life stories? How do we do it as a divas? How we can use it for our businesses? Because we've teased out a difference, haven't we, in the past between accountability and ownership? So, and there is a slight difference between those two things. So Carol, you want to explain that? Yeah. So uh, one of the things that uh, we learned from the 12-week year, actually from Brian Moran, who has the 12-week year, was that accountability and ownership are the same, but different in that we think when someone's accountable, we've got to make them accountable, we've got to keep them accountable. Accountable, you know, and it's it's very sort of pressured. Whereas when you can swap it around and realize that it's actually ownership that you're taking, you don't have to be held accountable, you need to own it. So if I made a mistake, I made an error, I own it, let's learn from it, let's move on. Or I was responsible for doing that thing and haven't completed it. So let me sort that out now, or let me tell you why that didn't happen, and then I can move through it. So it's allowing staff, allowing yourself not to get off the hook, but to to actually examine it. Oh, well, why didn't I take that step? Or And owning that piece as well. Because once you know why you're not doing something, then you can address it and you can change it. And I guess like, another good word that you can put in with ownership is responsibility. Like you just sort of also mentioned, it's accountability means really taking responsibility for your future, for your goal settings, where you want to go. What, what, what do you guys think? Do you think it's a real positive or more bit of a negative word when you think about accountability? I think accountability has been given a bad rep, right? So I think in the past, it's been one of those things that people are people are scared of being called into the principal's office or being you know called into the boss's office because you're being held accountable for something and it's scary. But actually, it's a positive because when you take ownership, you end up, I don't know, you may not necessarily get a better result, but you end up understanding more about yourself and what you were doing in that situation. And what about if you don't want to, though? That gets a little bit tricky, right? Or, or if you actually don't see that part of your role or you, you didn't realize that that was part of what was it expected. I think one of the things is that communication again, isn't it? Being clear in your communication, clear in your expectation. And sometimes we don't always know what that is. 
because if we've got an expectation from a customer that we haven't managed and something comes out of the blue that we didn't foresee, oh, we didn't think that you'd see it like that, you know, then you've got to work through it, don't you? You've got to work through it together. Mm. That's quite interesting because for me, accountability has always been quite a positive word because I feel like, yes, or I've always just put it towards me, myself. It's I'm feeling, oh, I'm keeping myself accountable for my goals or what I want to achieve in my business. What are my next steps? Where do I want to go? What, yeah, my private life and my business life. And I guess it is something, yes, you sort of think twice oh I don't really want to do it and then you're like oh but actually it will benefit I guess even just with us three coming together we have meetings every week a few times a week and I guess we ca- we're keeping ourselves accountable aren't we like coming online doing it we might not always feel as motivated or as driven to do it but whenever we come together we like go away feeling way more empowered and motivated and we're like yeah we're on our journey together and I guess that is a nice way of looking the whole accountability and that's why it's nice to have like accountability buddies that you can really say wow it's great to do this together and yeah it might be your accountability buddy that you go to the gym with yeah I was thinking of other ways apart from business I mean something that I do is I always book in a yoga session on an app the app is keeping me accountable to go. First of all, I booked in, I paid for it. And if I don't go, well, it's sort of also a bit harsh on the people who would have wanted the spot. So that's another way of looking at accountability. It's beautiful. Mm. Great way to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. But I also think like, it's interesting that you don't have any problem with that word. I think there are people out there that will definitely mm. <laughs> with the word accountability. And if you think about what a politician, when we think, you know, the politicians have to be held account, the government has to be, oh, yeah. you know, like it's has been used in a negative connotation but I think when I think about words like that that I don't like I never really liked the word discipline I never liked that word you know like I just didn't particularly self-discipline Ugh, you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then when I did a bit more research on it and I'm just trying to sort of understand why I don't like it uh, one of the things that came up is the root word of discipline is disciple so if you're going to do something, you need to be a disciple and be consistent at doing that thing or whatever it is you're going to be disciplined to do. So you change it around in your thinking, or well, this is what I did, change it around in my thinking to go, oh, I'm going to be a disciple of my exercise. I'm going to learn more and devote more time. So being a disciple is being devoted, you know. So then I changed it around. It didn't have that negative connotation anymore. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Gosh, the word disciple gives me some flashbacks to my religious childhood. But <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that. It's ah. an interesting words. You know, words are an interesting thing. That's how we communicate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny. But I like also, Carol, how you sort of went back, well, why don't I like it? Because often we need to ask ourselves, yeah. What is it that's, same with accountability, what, why don't you like it if you're listening to us and you think, oh, no, nah, that's a word. Well, really dig deep. We, where did it start? Did, yeah, was it in work or did teachers hold you accountable or maybe even your parents for something that you never wanted to do but you had to do? Eat your broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like carol said we need to rewrite those stories to say hey actually it's working in my favor i think a lot of it comes down to personality style as well so to be being the disc practitioner right so i'm sitting here my brain's going hmm, there are certain personality styles that are just going to be resistant to structure and consistency we won't use the word discipline we'll say consistency because they like freedom and they don't like to pend in they don't like to be told what to do it's kind of a natural wiring that some people have to be resistant to that sort of thing so if you're one of those kind of people sitting out there listening 
Carol, <laughs> the habit guru, how can people who are very resistant to being consistent do something that will help them move down that path? Well, there's several things they can do, but I think the first thing is discovering why they're doing it, why it's important that they want to change that piece or what is the outcome they're wanting to get to. Because we always talk about beginning with the end in mind. And like you said, Lisa, you know, you want to be able to go to yoga and you know that, that the whole piece of doing that means you're going to be a lot more fitter, healthier, flexible, all that sort of stuff. So you've got some outcome-driven goals that you're already doing by doing that one thing each day. It's actually getting to that. Well, what does it look like? Then, well, if it's to look like that, then there's going to have to be some changes along the way for me to get to that piece. If I'm going to be a fitter person or if I'm going to want to expand my business and take on staff, that might be scary, but actually it starts with me. How can I be a better leader so I can attract the really good staff? It's always just thinking about that outcome. What is the outcome I want? What is the end result? Work back from there. And then you find the motivation. If you know that you're not consistent, if you know you're someone who doesn't follow through, just step back and go, well, how does it feel when I don't do that? It feels stink. You know, it doesn't feel good. I feel disempowered. I don't feel as good as I could feel. I'm not stepping into my power. I'm not being the leader I want to be. I'm not showing the world what's what I'm really capable of. So then if that's the case, then right, well, I've got to make some changes here. So to be more consistent, I always say you don't have to feel like it to do the work because you don't get to I don't feel like it. I don't feel you know, the, the intellect pops in and says, and the ego says, I don't feel like getting up. I don't want to, you know. And so oh. you've got to get hold of the little girl or the little boy inside and say, come on, we're doing this because we're going to feel better tomorrow. You know, we're going to feel better later. Come on. Which comes back in the bit you said a minute ago, Carol, about starting with the end in mind. That's the vision, isn't it? And it's so often uh, leaders coming back to communication. So I'm trying to tie a couple of things together here that I've heard through the last five minutes or so. Communication is so key for setting expectations. Often leaders within a business don't adequately share the big picture with the team. So the team does not know what they're contributing to, right? The individual person may not realize how their piece of the puzzle supports achieving the big goal. And so they think, ah, if I don't do that today, that's okay. Because they don't understand how important it is for them to do that each and every day. And I think sometimes with ourselves, often if we don't take the time to set a vision for ourselves, if we're a solopreneur, then we just kind of float around. We lose precious time because we're not working towards a, a vision. Yeah. So what sort of comes to my mind too, so what could be some tools that to help our listeners to really stay accountable and what what are things to really stay on track? I've got one. <laughs> so one of, the, one of the little tools that I use for myself and I think I've shared with you guys and we've, I think, shared with our clients is something called the habit tracker. And it's basically, you can create it for daily habits, weekly habits, and even monthly habits. You know, what do you need to make sure gets accomplished in your business every day, every week, every month so that you reach the vision or the goals that you have? And it's just a paper tracker and simple. You make a tick every day you do something and it's like gamification, right? You're looking and see how many ticks in a row you can get. Love it. What do you do, Luz? Keep yourself accountable. Well, one that I just mentioned with the yoga, I think that really helps me to really book in the sessions and then I have it in my calendar. So I know that's that's happening and that's basically non-negotiable. So I can't move it. Just even having my day planned out in my calendar, that keeps me accountable. So I really know this is what's going to happen. This is what my day looks like. And basically, yes, you could move them, but a lot of the meetings I can't move and I don't want to move or my time blocking. But then also another 
thing that really has kept me accountable in the last few years and months is having these check-ins like with you guys or got another business coach that I'll get coached for myself because I guess what, what is it we always need to be coached as well and at first I was like oh gosh twice a week that's a lot I don't know how I'm going to fit this in and my whole brain or I've got all these stories why it's not going to work or why I will not participate and at the six seven months in I'm like well this is just becomes part of my week and I'm loving it and I guess even days where I feel like oh today I do not feel like getting on that call talking about anything related to my business or I just can't be bothered thinking about what I actually want to do or the strategy and those are often the days that are the most efficient ones too so I get off those calls and I'm like wow that was actually really good because I thought I had nothing to talk about and that's also what we 90 Day Divas we do we've got our 90 Day Blueprint program yeah once a week we get on a Q&A session with our students and we talk about where you're at and what you're doing and it's so important to really have those weekly check-ins we used to do it what was it every second week but that just seems like ages away because it's your baby it's your business you're talking about so yeah if you can have those weekly check-ins with a business coach like ourselves or maybe it's your business buddy yeah totally I think too that's exactly right having other people around you and you know you are the average of the five people closest to you I was just talking to some people yesterday about that and they didn't know that and they were like goodness me oh and and I'm like that means the average amount of money you make to your average how like there's so many pieces of the average in there really to just have a look at that and you've got the choice you're always at choice you may not think you are but you always are at choice to be able to decide how you'll spend your time you know within boundaries but with the people that you'll be around and if you have to spend more time with people that you don't want to spend time with then it's actually carving that out and putting some boundaries around that so that you don't spend as much time as you have to with them spend the minimum that you can but you can change things and change is not always easy but it's recommended <laughs> because you know um, life's going to push you around anyway and change anyway so you may as well be at the front of the wave instead of underneath being pushed around the ocean on the ground you know what do they say what's one consistency in life it's change <laughs> so, yeah. yes yeah absolutely yeah, it is. ladies that was an awesome discussion today thank you for your time this morning and yeah hanging out hopefully those of you that are listening out there have gotten something useful from what we've been talking about this morning so yeah thanks for joining us awesome. Hey, hope you enjoyed this. If you'd like to know more, check out our other podcasts. The freebies are on our website. Or if you're ready to take action, hop on a chat with us. Simply follow the links in the show notes.